Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The trade has gone down. The San Diego Padres are finalizing a deal to acquire superstar outfielder Juan Soto. Yeah, it's a big deal. It was a big piece. And I know that Jays fans are just waiting for the team to do something. I'd say be patient. But this team is also trending in the right direction as it is. Keep Juan Soto out of the American League East. And the Blue Jays can deal with him come World Series time. How about that? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. And hello, Canada. Good afternoon to those in the East, and good morning to those of us out here in the West and to our viewers in the United States. Howdy-do. Welcome to Hour 2. We are in the bunker here in the rectangle, the sweatpants capital, uh, and the heartbeat of the CFL. Hey, you see, RV? It's the sweatpants capital. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. The esteemed Robert Vanstone. You're working out after this. You're keeping the... Uh, that's why you got this, the uh, sweat material on, right? Well, I'll, working out in the, probably the broadest sense, I'm taking the dog for a walk around Wascana Lake. Good for you. The, dog, the, the dog is taking me for a walk around Wascana Lake. One of the wonderful Regina activities, right? Walking Wascana Lake. Oh, it's great. I love it. And, uh, and uh, for the last year, we've been able to go in both directions, which is... Uh, I never thought I'd appreciate going counterclockwise around the lake, but it's still... An, there's still a neat novelty to that after just the restrictions like we lived under. So last hour, this is going to go by far too fast because something just reminded me. I was walking around the lake with Jared Dumba, our hockey analyst, a summer or two ago, and I got the line from uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. People were yelling at us, "You're going the wrong way!" Oh yeah, I missed the signs. I, w- I was obedient. <laughs> except, we weren't, believe it or not. <laughs> I was obedient, except one time I, uh, I forgot something in the car, so I had to backtrack. As opposed to going all the way around the lake, to, or three-quarters of the way around the lake to get something out of the car, I went in reverse and somebody reprimanded me. So, <laughs> You got it, too. Yeah, I got it, too. Um, speaking of obedient, I can't believe this dog, Candy. <laughs> she was all over the place. She was looking around, unreal. This dog's got quite a spirit in her. Oh, she's and beautiful. And the second the cameras came on, she just... Boop, Chill. Yeah, she's. What's the deal? I, I don't know. I, I uh, she's just as long as there's somebody petting her, and as long as there's people loving her, she's she's totally calm. She and when when she comes in, she loves meeting new people. She's a she's a year and about 15 months ago, she was the most terrified, timid dog ever. The people at the Regina Humane Society did such amazing job with her. It was basically a veterinarian that spent four days glued to her side and helped to socialize her. And then we got her as a foster dog, and she was a foster dog for less time than we've been doing this segment. Look, we just, we're keeping her, we love her, and she just loves people, and she just likes to Leader chill. Post award-winning columnist Rob Vanstone here. And, but Can I, I tell wanna, you about my award? Please do. I've won one award in my life. See? They gave me a plaque and they called me Rod Vanstone. I think they thought I was you. How about that? Yeah. Who's they? I, I don't want to reveal them because it's... Tell me in the break, please. I t- I I'll know. definitely tell you during the break, but I, uh, somebody, somebody started a burner Twitter account for me. Oh, no. And they called it Rod Vanstone. So I took a picture of my plaque and I gave it to them and they used it for a... Oh, that's for a hilarious. Profile well, so and my point, by the way, yeah, great movie lines. The bar flies, writes in and says, and your hand between two pillows. 
planes, trains, and automobiles. We'll get to the sports, but I want to talk about dogs for a second. Awesome. I was visiting a very good friend of mine, I won't name him, in Calgary last week, and he's got a rescue. And uh, listen, you knew my little dog, Fergus. Remember oh. my little Yorkie? He used to, I used to bring with, him in and he'd do tricks for the, the best party trick ever. Remember tricks? Anyways, Fergus. Little Yorkshire Terrier. Met an untimely death and, uh, in 2008. And after that, I, I'm done. This has wiped me out. I can't have a dog again. And I'm staying with that. So I don't know as much about dogs. And certainly this new rescue thing. It's wonderful. But my friend, <clears throat> I don't want to name him. Because um, you would know him. But he, has, he said three, three, and three with these rescue dogs. Three days to assimilate, three weeks to do something else, and three months to be comfortable. Does that sound right? You said four days with the vet. Have you heard this three, three, and three thing with I, rescues? I haven't heard of three, three, and three since I looked at my report card 40 years ago. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard that, but it, it does. Sounds about right. It sounds like just kind of systematically flicking on switches. And, yeah. And uh, there's really, there was really no consistency to the timetable, but she, she instantly, she went, we put her in the back of the car when we adopted her from the Humane Society. And we were halfway around the ring road to our home, and she was trying to butt in between the two front seats because she was licking our faces. I was trying to drive, and she was licking my face. And 10 minutes earlier, she was the most terrified dog in the world in the backseat of the car. And we had to drag her into the car. But she just wanted somebody to love her. Yeah. Because she hadn't had that for the first 8 to 12 months of her life. Dog, people, yeah, tell me if this is true, but uh, C told me three days to get unterrified, maybe? Three weeks to feel comfortable? And three months to feel part of the family. And three so. seconds to take over our condo and, and act like she owned it. It was amazing. I'm very impressed with her demeanor right oh, now. Yours, she's... we're working on. Hers, <laughs> very good. Uh, she's um, had her shots, I haven't. Right. <laughs> to the viewers, Candy. Comment. oh yeah, now I'm buttering her up and now she wants to. That's fine. She knows that I'm switching over this. Where are you going? Where are you going? Uh-oh. Well, We've lost fine. our special she guest. She can roam as long as she doesn't hit the cameras. Um, so let's let's... Do you want to talk to some of the viewers, RV? Yeah, you absolutely. We're going to start Taco Time viewer takeover a little early. Um, we're talking about, well, fans of other teams are chiming in with the Rough Riders mess. They love it, right? Uh, teams lost oh, three Oh, they must games. be reveling in it. Yeah, this. the other fans love that the facts the Rough Riders have lost three in a row. Dougal Cameron's watching in Calgary. He's a Stamps fan, and he says, Craig Dickinson doesn't have the equivalent of Huffnagel to help him. He doesn't have the leadership uh, that Huffnagel provides. That is what Dougal Cameron says. Uh, Robin in Prince Albert says, not a bad way to start the day. Josh Manson in PA with the cup. And he sent a photo. Clark, if you, I don't know if you can pull that up from the text line. We have a photo. Josh Manson has the Stanley Cup in Prince Albert today. It's going to be here in the sweatpants capital Thursday, Saskatoon <laughs> Friday. Um, Terry Livermore writes in, and he's watching Calgary. He says, regarding the World Juniors, I heard you say that you were involved in the broadcasting in 2012. I was a team host that year, which means team gopher, really. I was with Team Latvia 24-7 for three weeks. Had a blast. Ted Nolan was hanging with us, too. Oh, I could sit and tell 2012 World Junior stories forever. But here's one question. This love, year's love Ted Nolan. Oh, he's the best. Oh, he's great. This year's World Juniors, I've been asked, what are Canada's chances? It's Canada. We always have a great chance. Oh, you, oh, Clark has the photo. Okay, throw it up, Clark, if you don't mind. This is from Robin and Prince Albert. His family went down. And there you go. With the Stanley Cup today and Josh Manson and Prince Albert. Sweet. Oh, man, that'd be the best day in PA for a very long time. Squirrel moment. Where was I? What was I talking about? You probably don't remember. I was watching my dog roam the studio. What was I talking about? <laughs> Candy, come here. Now that welcome to a moment in my life. I complete. Some tell me what I was talking about. For, well, oh, Canada, Canada. Uh, Nicholas writes in. He's watching in the chat and says, "Rod, get the Bedard jersey back." I can't. I gifted him to a guy in Calgary. I, I, I can't be that. I can't get it back. As long as we got Bedard, we're going to win it all, right? It's a lot to ask of someone who just turned seventeen. But my goodness, he just keeps playing at a level that would seem to be incommensurate with his age. And uh, that's, a, that's about the only thing that intrigues me about this World Juniors, is just seeing Connor Bedard play again, because it's just a, it's an absolute joy to watch him play. 
Uh, it's going to be a watered-down tournament, and it's certainly off-cycle in terms of the time of year and with the specter of the Hockey Canada scandal, scandal hovering over it. I think there's a lot to detract from it, but I'm going to enjoy watching Connor Bedard. I'd watch Connor Bedard any chance I could get. Watch him play hockey. Just, it's just a treat. The tournament starts next week, and we're going to be live at Rogers Place doing the, our show there, and I can't wait. But he would be a reason to buy tickets, and you can buy them now at HockeyCanada.ca, starting as low as $40. I, he's the kind of guy that fans are going to want to say, I watched him win. Mm-hmm. Right? There's not a lot of guys like that that we've seen. And the opportunities are pretty finite to watch Connor Bedard without paying. Now, World Junior tickets aren't cheap, but this is a year from now, just over a year from now, people are going to be paying through the nose to watch Connor Bedard play hockey. And you can go see him play at the uh, Brandt Center or various arenas around uh, Western Canada for 20 bucks, 25 bucks. Yeah, it's just, uh, it really is something to see. I, I. even if it's an intra-squad game, I think you have to seize that opportunity because those oppor- there, there, there just won't be a lot of chances to watch this at a level where the, the players are that accessible and, and that, that uh, easy to uh, really admire before they go on to uh, game, playing games outside of this province. Jumping around somewhat, but I'm okay with that. Uh, Stephen watching in North Dakota says, are Johnny Goudreau Flames jerseys still a fair prize? A fair prize at the Queen City X. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to get down there and have a look. I'm not sure. Um, from Brady, he says, hey, Rod, it's Tom Brady's 45th birthday today. Happy birthday, Tom Edward Brady. No sign of slowing down for him. He says, the Blue Jays continue to play well under John Schneider, and the game today against the Rays is underway. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was an 1130 Eastern start. I forgot because I was watching the Jays game last night. They, the announcer said, do you want to just stay in the stadium? Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Pat Tabler and Matt Devlin was doing the game. Why is Matt Devlin doing the game? He's awesome. Follows me on Twitter, but I'm just wondering where was Buck? I was watching Jacob deGrom in the Mets last night. Oh, so. and um, Brady says the NFL is back this week with preseason getting underway Thursday night. It's an absolute buffet. It really is. And uh, uh, as much as I don't like seeing summer ebb away, as that happens the switches start to go on. The Regina Thunder's about to start. Prairie Football Conference. We're going to get into the NFL pretty soon. NHL training camps. And then October, if you love sports, the greatest month ever is October. I mean, it's just I still think it's May Stanley Cup playoffs, but that's just me. You know, but you get everything in October. Yes, you just... but I only want the Stanley Cup playoffs, <laughs> so I'm okay with I'm, it. I'm a Jets fan, so it, uh, it, it evaporates pretty quickly <laughs> in my case. It's 11-11 Mountain, by the way. <laughs> Uh, the opportunity portal's open. Be, be aware of your thoughts, and uh, we are. Can I weigh in on a comment somebody made about Craig Dickinson? Yeah. I think Craig Dickinson has been the leader that uh, should be actually emulated in this organization, in the Rough Rider organization, as opposed to one who's being maligned. He's the one who's had to stand up and, and, and deal with the media and, and take all the bullets that have resulted from the, from the mess that was touchdown Atlantic, from the Garrett Marino incident, from four-game four losing streak. Uh, since that time, Craig Reynolds, the president and CEO, has been available to the media only once. Jeremy O'Day, the general manager, has been available only once, whereas whereas. Craig Dickinson and Cody Fajardo have stood there day after day after day answering for this. So I think the actually, actually the leadership demonstrated by Craig Dickinson is something that uh, is actually admirable as opposed to something that should be maligned. I want well, to get that in. Um, ha. You've never lived anywhere else, have you? Lloyd Minster for 101 days in the fall of 86. Okay. Sask side or Alberta side? Uh, Alberta side. Okay. In a basement suite. I would think in 101 days it didn't give you the opportunity to look back in on the Ryder Nation. And it's, it's admirable, and I respect the love for it, but it's too much. It's, it's too much. Somebody said to me the other day, what does Craig Dickinson do at the end of the day? Like when he goes home. Does he have a nervous breakdown? What does he do? And I said, to be honest, knowing Craig as well as I do, and I know him very well, He's probably the best equipped guy oh, absolutely. to deal with coaching here because he does unplug and he gets all the things that he needs to, but that does like I haven't talked to him for, well, since the off season, but it's too much because they want Jason Moss fired. They wanted Fajardo out of town, as you know. Um, it's just... 
it's hard to deal with. I mean, any rider season, there is going to be pressure. But then when you factor in the Great Cup being held in, in Regina this year, and the fact that the team started 4-1 and one and is now 4-4, four and four, and even their last victory was tainted by the Garrett Marino mess, um, my dog is growling. Um, <laughs> Somebody's at the door. And uh, uh, it just it intensifies it. And everybody is getting, getting blown up. And I understand uh, that's the nature of professional sports. But uh, in the case of Craig Dickinson, what, what, he is, what he is being asked to do, trying to tape this together with a defensive line where you're missing three starters, with an with a offensive line that probably needs five new ones, with a quarterback who is injured, and still playing with a receiving core that's been absent, Duke Williams, for two games, one due to injury, one due to suspension. And then when he plays, there's too many drop passes. And, uh, and I think you can factor Jason Moss into this as well. Um, I, I don't know what, what realistically people expect of people. And, and Cody Fajardo, the, 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 uh, the feedback on Cody, I mean, people should be applauding what he is doing right now. If playing behind that offensive line, playing without a crucial element of his game, that being the mobility that is normally such an asset for him and for the Rough Riders offense. And, and I mean, risking his career every time he goes out there because his knee is an obvious liability and everybody in the league knows that it's his left knee that's got medial collateral ligament damage and he's got a brace on it. And he's going out there and, and being such a gamer. And then people are just dissecting Cody. I've seen it with Ronnie. I've seen it with Darian Durant as did you, uh, Ken Austin, the, the, the Grey Cup winning court, Kerry Joseph. The, the quarterbacks here get ripped apart, and they get paid very well uh, for the privilege of being ripped apart. But I wish there was some perspective here. Cody Fajardo, I, I'm, I'm, I think I admire him more than I did in his previous seasons with the Rough Riders, considering what he's doing with the encumbrances that are uh, in front of him. The attitude, just simply for me, because people aren't going to change, is distasteful. And I didn't think there would ever be a day that they would turn on Cody Fajardo, given what he's done. This quarterback from Brea, California, because I see we've got viewers in California tuning in. Hello, Karen. She says, R.I.P. Vin Scully. Yes. We'll get to that. With There's a lot of comments coming in on RV's hat as well. Do you get comments? Every, like I have a beautiful Expos hat. I think I'm going to dig it out today. Do you get comments on that every day you know, when you want If it? I wear the Expos hat, I always get comments. Yeah. Any other hat... You know, I swear I could wear a, wear a make, make America Great Again, great again cap, Mega and hat. nobody would say anything. But well, they might. But it's the the Expos comments. It's always thumbs up. It's always we're with you. You know, it's it's like this. It's 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 like this fraternity of people who just I get you. I get you. You know, we miss them. I love them. We long live Steve Rogers. I miss them too. We are going to. We are jumping around. We're going to continue to jump around. Jump around. When we come back, I know. I even I know. I'm Jump old around. and I know that song. Crisscross with the esteemed Robert Van Stone, the third best writer in his house. <laughs> You're watching on Game Plus Television. We're live streaming on YouTube, and you can always catch the podcast wherever you find your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. We're back live in the bunker. Look at this wonderfully behaved broadcaster and writer Rob Vanstone and his dog Candy <laughs> at his feet. I just can't get enough of Candy. Candy is trained. I can't say the same for her master. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. Great to see it. Um, She's so good. Hey, a sports update. Lefty Yusei Kikuchi is on the mound for the Blue Jays. Do you want to give me an update, Clark? What's going on there against the Tampa Bay Rays in a day game? They must be about, what, third or fourth inning? 2-1 Blue Jays in the fourth inning. And the Blue Jays are in flight, Jerry. <laughs> I never get sick of that. <laughs> Me. I love listening to that. Tom and, and, Ju- Tom and Jerry. Oh, I used to listen to their games on, on Weyburn, CFS ninety. I would ride my bike. This is before we could listen to everything on a phone. And uh, I'd, I'd, listen, I'd take my little you Walkman transistor yeah. along and listen, and listen to Blue Jays games. It doesn't get better. I loved uh, baseball. I don't know what it is, but baseball on radio, I like it more than baseball on TV. Mm-hmm. The MLB app, you can listen to every broadcast. And Every they're broadcast all very team. good. And uh, it is, I just, I don't know, it's just a nice companion. We are getting sort of like somewhat, 
<laughs> sidetrack. I said that we'd br- whatever you want to talk about, we're game. But I'm not quite done yet. Forward Mason McTavish of the Hamilton Bulldogs has been named Canada's captain ahead of the upcoming World Juniors in Edmonton. Canada opens the tournament August 10th against Latvia at Rogers Place. We'll be there, and we'd love if you were too. The 10-country tournament will be minus Russia, which is barred from participating by the AAHF because of that country's invasion of Ukraine. Edmonton is hosting the world this summer. World Juniors back from August 9th to the 20th. Purchase your tickets today, hockeycanada.ca, and we'll see you there. Come on up and say hi. And bring the thrill of the track to your fingertips with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets. Straight out of the gate, feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Download the app for free at playdarkhorse.com, available for Android and Apple devices. So again, whatever you want to talk about, a lot of comments coming in on Van Stone's Expos hat. Now, what we should tell folks is that you are a Yankees fan. Actually, I flipped and became a Mets fan. But I, still New York. I, I love New York. I went, to a, I went to a Mets game in 2013. My wife went to a Broadway show that night. So I went to a Mets game. I went out to, went out to City Field. And I've never been treated better by a sports organization as a fan in my life. Wow. It was just the most beautiful evening. And, and Matt Harvey was pitching and he threw a gem. But I, I went to the ticket counter and I said, I want to spend like 20, I want a seat for ticket for 20 bucks. This guy spent 10 minutes trying to find me the best seat I could get me for 20 bucks. That's amazing. And it was like, it was, and I was talking to the guy. I go through the gate. Everybody's friendly. Every, the usher showed me to my seat. The concession people acted like my best friends. And then I saw a beautiful game on a lovely night in, in New York. And it flipped me instantly from a Yankee fan to a Mets fan. Wow. It was just. Uh, How about that? It was just so, such a wonderful evening. I went to the Rangers box office in New York and asked for a ticket. And they laughed at me. <laughs> that also is a true story. Uh, well, on the baseball, and I'll j- Glenn Erickson watching in Medicine Hat. Hi, Glenn. He it's says, been a long time. love the Expos. Great logo. Is it possible I'm the only guy on the planet who took a while to figure out that's a letter M? No, I didn't realize that until I, re- I, read, I read some book that described the origin of the Expos logo. And I looked at it, and I thought, I'd never seen the M in there. I saw the, I saw the little swirl. I saw the bat. Um, I saw the E, but I never, I never saw the M for like for the first 45 years. That I didn't I, uh, until today. Watched, that I and I still kind of don't, yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's, but. it's such a great logo when you look at all the... When the Nationals won the World Series, and I did not expect to get into this discussion today, but why not? It did nothing did you, for me. Not no, it made me sad. It made me sad. It yeah. just, I had no positive emotion. Like my my great friend Ian Hamilton, just he followed the Expos to Washington and was very happy about it. But I was I was very upset yesterday when the Nationals beat the Mets. <laughs> right. Well, I was like, um, I, I'm like, that's my team out celebrating. Yeah. This doesn't feel good. You know, I, I it's was, not the Expos anymore. It's like I wonder what Quebec Nordiques fans did when Colorado wins. Probably felt the, the same way. Year. They're probably just, mad. You know, do you like seeing your old girlfriend get married to somebody else? You know, it's probably not the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, I guess. You know, and uh, um, I'm not sure if that's a precise analogy or not. But, but it's, it's yours, just, and we'll take mine. it. Uh, from Craig Smith, our director of scouting. He says, great food at City Field. Oh, yeah. Hashtag The food Shake court Shack. is so great. Yeah. Uh, again, the man can speak of many topics. Not knowledgeably, but I can talk. We had a question come up a few weeks ago on what is the NFL's dark horse team, and um, a voice in my head rang out. First thing it said, Denver Broncos. What do you think about that? Um, in the toughest division of the National Football League. I mean, finishing third in that division might be an accomplishment. <laughs> you know, I, I remember in, in, uh, in, in 1985, the, the Broncos finished 11-5 and five and missed the playoffs. I wonder if that's the kind of division we're going to be talking about again this year. Or, or if you're just going to get a lot of teams winning 10 or 11 games, even 9, because they just take turns of beating each other. They, the record might not be actually indicative of the caliber of the team because any of the four teams in that division, I think, can beat each other. You know, Kansas City, suddenly they don't have Tyreek Hill. They're not the same. I don't think they're going to be the same juggernaut. And, and Travis, you know, Kelsey's almost 30, it's going to be 33 very soon. So that could fall apart pretty quickly. Or not fall apart, but they could kind of gravitate down to the level of some of the other teams. 
Tim Patrick uh, suffered a season-ending knee injury with, uh, in training camp yesterday with the Broncos, and that kind of left me a little disillusioned. But I really wonder what Russell Wilson can do there, not only as a quarterback, but as a presence and a leader, because they've been missing everything that Russell Wilson brings to the table. It's right around the corner. It's very exciting. Yes. Uh, from Jason in Red Deer, he says the Expos logo is, ex- is actually M-E-B, which stands for Montreal Expos Baseball. Jeff, I never knew that. This, he says, this bet is... that really blew your minds. Uh, <laughs> he's got to have a look he's at right. it now. Eureka. Just, yeah, Eureka. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know where to go from here. I feel like I'm standing at the bridge of a bunch of roads here. Um, <laughs> this is a gas. Yeah, it's funny. Gino DePaoli, uh, watching in Okotoks. He says, all four teams from the AFC West could make the playoffs with the extended playoff format. And that helps. Janelle, watching, says the Chiefs are the biggest waste of talent. Could have been a dynasty. Who owns well, the Chiefs? Who owns? Owns. 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 Look at all the NFL comments, commentary that's coming up. By the way, Gino wanted to know. By the way, I'm not giving Tim Hortons any free advertising. till they buy some. Um, Gino wanted what's holding up my laptop. It's my golf ball basket. <laughs> In case you wanted it. First, first quality, by the way. Mixed 50 golf balls. Beautiful. Nothing but the finest for this show. Um, and, and guests wearing sweats and yeah. T-shirts. Well, again, you're going to work out after this. Oh, this might be a bad sign for the CFL. From Farmer in Saskatchewan is the name. And you can see it on the screen there, uh, Rob. He says, so what did the Browns do for six games without Deshaun Watson? We're a Canadian sports show, and all the comments just went nuts for the NFL. Yeah. That should scare the bejeepers out of the CFL. Well, you know, it, it's funny because I, 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 I'm reminded I spent uh, some time with my godson and his friends over the Christmas holidays. We were just sitting around chatting. And, uh, no, this was back in, the, back in the spring when he had kind of a gathering, a kind of a pre- wedding gathering he's getting married in September and so all his buddies were there and they're they're probably talking football for a solid hour not a word about the CFL and these are all guys in their late 20s early 30s the kind of demographic the CFL is going right after and it was every it was an engrossing football football conversation for at least an hour not one word about the Canadian Football League and so I chimed in and I said do you guys even follow the Canadian Football League no and these are all sports fans. In these are, Saskatchewan. These are young sports fans in Saskatchewan. In Saskatchewan. And uh, conversation being held in Saskatchewan. And there wasn't a word about the CFL. And they looked at me like I had an antler when I even mentioned the Canadian Football League. Do I have an antler? No, I have an antler. No, you don't. And uh, I could hang my hat on it. And uh, that to me was really, really alarming. And uh, the NFL discussion... And I'm, I'm not one of these NFL versus CFL guys. I don't think... Nobody should have to choose. Enjoy the steak and the lobster. But uh, when the CFL is, is doing everything or trying to get people into seats and, and, and improve its viability, it, just, it seems to me that the demographic that they're going after is increasingly disengaged. So, and I spend, have spent, as you know, a lot of time in Alberta and the Stamps and the Elks, wonderful people, wonderful teams. I think it extends further higher than those teams. Um, I hope it's not a losing battle, but it, they're certainly not winning it. They're certainly not winning it. And so on that NFL topic, the answer to the question, what the Browns are doing, are going to do, is go with Jacoby Brissett until the six games are over, which incidentally six games, I was stunned, stunned that it wasn't a full season. I was really surprised. And we're still waiting to hear if, if Roger Goodell is going to try and push for more games than that. Um, six games, especially when you're looking at players missing the entire season for, in the case of Calvin Ridley, for betting. Uh, and we're not talking a flagrant, <laughs> a flagrant Pete Rose type betting. Uh, you're looking at players missing more time than that for using marijuana. Things like that. It just... I mean, the initial suspension for Ray Rice was two games. That's the kind of uh, ridiculous nature of NFL suspensions. And this one just seems to me to be, even, even in making the, bringing down the judgment, the judge was very harsh, very candid about what she, how terrible she thought those, those allegations were. But yet, 
she cited precedent and and said six games. Well, I, 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 yeah. I can't believe it's not it's not a full season. I'm actually trying to, and I apologize. I follow so much sports as do you. Goodell, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, made a statement about one of these actions, whether it was Stephen Ross, the Dolphins owner, and the tampering, or the Deshaun Watson thing. But Goodell said this is the most egregious act we've ever investigated in the NFL, and I think he was referring to Stephen Ross. Yeah. And the Tam, not the Deshaun Watson thing. Well, They're was, both bad, but it seems like a forgettable offseason for the National well, what Football was, What was the initial Tom Brady suspension? Four games for the ball deflation? For deflate gate. It, so yeah, how, 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 do you, how does four, initial suspension of four games, if you're looking at using that as a barometer, how do you not quadruple that for Deshaun Watson? And you look at the, the, the Daniel Snyder mess in Washington, and it just the 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 disrespect for women that just seems to be institutionalized in the, in the National Football League. It's just it's it's galling. And the league keeps growing. So that what's scary about that yeah. is it has no effect on fans' appetite. No, they they want for to, NFL football. Roger Goodell has cited his goal of being a, having a gross income. Uh, revenues of $25 billion in a year, and they're well on their way. It right, just, so it, none of this is deterring people from watching NFL no, football is the point. It, you know, we, we, we sit here and, and talk about all this, but then as soon as our fantasy draft uh, kicks in, it's, it's the, the, it seems for everybody the mindset just changes. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, young demographics following NFL and not CFL is an age-old issue. It was the same when I was young. Sure, so why bother? But you know what? Why when we, bother? When we were young, there was at least a CFL board game. There was a little spin-the-dial thing, one for pass, one for run, and one for kick. There was, there was some form of Canadian football thing that would engage kids. Now they're all playing Madden. You know, my, my friend Cindy, her son, her son Rob, he just got uh, a PS5, and he's got Madden, and he's pumped. And he goes to Ryder games with his mom, too, but he's... He's really not involved. Really right. into this Madden yeah. thing, and the CFL isn't even in the ballpark there. From Darren Steinke, he says, "Fun to see Hi, the show back in the bunker, even for a short time, but a good time with Rob Vanstone, Kelly Rempel, and Mike Abumetric as guests." Oh, you hang on! All our rowdy friends are coming over. Jim Hopson tomorrow. Remember him, El Presidente. <laughs> Derek Duke Myers, Wes Cates, Nick Lewis—they're all going to be by by the time we. Pack up stakes and move. We're like the circus. And we, move, we are a circus. <laughs> and we move on to Edmonton in a couple weeks' time. But are they bringing pets? Uh, you're the only one. And I appreciate <laughs> you doing so. Uh, from uh, Janelle, she says, lack of cojones on the part of the NFL. That's Spanish for testicles, just so you know. <laughs> How about that? I'm not going to weigh in on that Jennifer one. Jennifer <laughs> from the Four Seasons says he should have gotten the whole year. For sure. Um, RV, we've reached the end of our time. I appreciate you coming in. I hope you had fun. I love this. Let's do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for all you do. Oh, appreciate it, Rob. Thank you. Rob, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they called me Rod. I'm going to call you Rob. Rob Observations, free goodness. of charge. The man who gave himself his own nickname, Diamond Dante DeCaria, coming in <laughs> next. And you're not going to want to miss it. This is going to be great. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network. We're live streaming on YouTube and 24 hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, here we are. We're back on the air. Uh, everybody, the 163rd running of the Queen's Plate is taking place Sunday, August 21st. A full day of the best Canadian thoroughbred racing. Great fashion, amazing food, and loads of fun. Get your tickets now at woodbine.com. We're going to have some special guests coming up from Woodbine. Uh, between now and race date, uh, you can also play along with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app, available for Android and Apple devices. Well, speaking of Tarana, I thought he was a Toronto guy. Diamond Dante DeCaria joins us. He's the voice of God's team, the Regina Pats, my very favorite team on the planet. Welcome, Dante. Thank you for having me. It's been, I think, a long awaited. <laughs> Forever. Right? Yeah, it's been a, I said to him, we've never been on the air together before. Yeah. Hard to believe, but you're going to clarify two things. One, you didn't give yourself your own I nickname. I did not give so myself So you got to tell that. me that story. And two, 
You're not from Toronto. I thought you were. No, I'm so from Ottawa. Take- born and raised in Ottawa, Ontario. Okay. My, my mother actually, well, born and raised in Italy, moved to Toronto. So most of my family is from Toronto, but we do have a lot of family scattered around. So what do you tell people is your hometown? Uh, Ottawa, 100%. Okay. Yeah. So for our Eastern viewers, they just perked up and they all got very excited here on Game Plus Television. I told this man he calls a hell of a hockey game. I told you that. Remember? Thank you. You did tell me that. Yes. Yeah. And you do. Thank you. Um, and I very much enjoy listening to him call my favorite team's games. And before we talk about Connor Bedard, the next one, and uh, the World Juniors and what this kid's really like, you said you had a story about us never being on the show together. Well, when, the I, together. when I originally got the Regina Pats job, uh, one of my close friends, Matt, who's actually the assistant equipment manager of the Ottawa Red Blacks now, um, he reached out to me. It wasn't to say, congrats, you're calling Connor Bedard's games. It was like, man, you get to go on the Rod Peterson show. Aren't you excited? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I was excited at the time. And sure enough, a year later, I'm on. So I'm excited. A year later. A year. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's been quite a year for all of us. We haven't been around a whole lot but Dante when at the Centennial Cup uh timing didn't work yeah. out you were there and we were there but we couldn't get you on there but here we are and so let's start here the man calls Connor Bedard's games you've called every one of his major junior games so somebody asked me this morning and I've asked all our guests since that have come through what are Canada's chances at the world juniors and I said as long as we have Connor Bedard we'll be fine but is that saying too much no, I, I agree with you. I watched your show from the top of the hour. I mean, they have some other really talented players like Mason Matavish and Donovan Sabrango, who was named an assistant captain, and Kent Johnson, who had the opportunity to broadcast as a 17-year-old in the British Columbia Junior Hockey League. So I've seen a lot of those players. I've seen Mason McTavish being from Ottawa as well. Same with Donovan Sabrango. And, you know, the list kind of goes on and on. But I, I think Connor Bedard is probably the guy that everybody is going to be watching given that it is his draft year it's potentially his final year of the Regina Pats and for Pats fans you know watching him on TV you have an opportunity to watch him you know here in the Queen City you know 34 home games upcoming this season uh, good opportunity to get your season tickets and stuff like that so uh, this is your last chance to see potentially Bedard in a Pats uniform this year you know it's interesting I don't know where the moment was that the country got turned on to Connor Bedard. I would say the hockey world was turned on long before the rest of the country was. I think it was the world under 18s in Texas two years yeah, ago. That I think I would agree with you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's the kind of kid that just sells tickets. Like I would not steer you wrong, folks. You want to be in Edmonton at the World Juniors and watch him. Look what he did last year, breaking Gretzky's record. Well, how, how, what a shame it was the tournament got the plug pulled on it. Well, he was go- just getting warmed up. Exactly. I mean, four goals in a game. But even going into this season with the Pats, I mean, he has an opportunity to win the MVP here in the Western Hockey League. Last year, he won the Eastern Division Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be the unanimous MVP this year. There's no question. He had 100 points last year. Yes, he's going to play a little bit less games given, you know, World Juniors in December and January. But I still think, you know, he could score 120 points, 60 goals. I, I wouldn't put it past him. So here's the thing. Um, Early on in Connor's career, I think I interviewed him for the first time. He was 14. Wow. And people were telling me, Rod, you're putting too much pressure on him. And you said you started in this business at 16. I started this business at 16. Connor's started his business at whatever. 12, he really got on people's <laughs> radar. I'm a big fan of just throwing somebody into the deep end and seeing whether they sink or swim. I just had the sense that I swam, you swam, Connor swam. He's actually doing laps at 14. You know what I mean? This kid no, can I, handle I the see pressure. I see where and he really, like, the pressure doesn't phase him. He elevates yes. in the moment. Look at last year. He needed five points to get 100, and he needed one goal to reach 50. And sure enough, he did both of those things in the final game of the regular season, which, um, boy, just thinking about that just gives me goosebumps. That was just an unreal, unreal moment. I mean, and to get the empty netter at the end for a goal number 51 and point number 100 just kind of put the icing on the cake for sure. I was watching it, and I couldn't believe my eyes. Um, Jennifer says, so who is going to get the C for the Regina Pats? Will it be Connor Bedard, or who is your pick? I mean, he's a leader on and off the ice to be quite honest with you. Now, there are a lot of good leaders in that dress room. They are losing Logan Nyhoff. They're losing Riker Evans. Luke Bateman, who was an assistant captain last year, comes back. He's going to have to be a leader. Um, I'm not entirely sure who's going to be the captain, but, uh, I mean, Connor Bedard is definitely going to be in the mix for sure. So there's your Connor Bedard and Regina Pats update, but Diamond Dante, so you got to tell me who gave you the nickname Diamond. I thought you gave it to yourself. No, I actually, I was, what was I, 16 or 17 years old. Um, I was working for my... Uh, my whole family cuts hair. 
right? My mom's a hairstylist. My uncle, my cousin, ran a, a barber shop in Ottawa. It was in downtown Ottawa, and uh, you know, we, you know, you, Ottawa Senators used to come in and stuff like that. So I got to meet those guys, which was really cool as a kid. And then they said. I was sweeping the floors, working the front desk, and they said, why don't you start shining shoes? So sure enough, on the corner of the street, I was shining everybody's shoes while they were waiting for a an haircut. And then CTV approached me and said, we want to do a story on you. I said, sure. So I went on the morning live show, and then um, the producer came out to me, or I forget who it was, and said, um, you don't have a nickname? I said, no. They said, you need a nickname. This is boring. Come on, that's And then great. I'm like, I'm like, sure, give me whatever you want. Sure enough, I turn on the TV the next day, and there it goes, Diamond Daunting. All my friends are coming up to me at school. Where'd you get this name? I said, I don't know. And I just kind of stuck with it. It's awesome. Yeah. And your Twitter you. handle is that Diamond it, it Daunting. It is. Yeah, it's been that for many, many years now. So listen, just before we break, and we'll come back with viewer takeover and more with Diamond Dante, I think you would have some thoughts on the Blue Jays. Yes. Right? Uh, so we'll get to that. But Kevin Olenek watching in the chat says, can you ask about Tanner Howe? And I will for you junior hockey fans, which is my first love. I watched him at the World Under-18 camp. Uh, now he's he made the team, which isn't a shock. Prince Albert kid, not very big. What can you tell us about Tanner Oh, Howe? boy, I love Tanner Howe so much. He's just a – both him and Connor, fantastic people to deal with, you know, in terms of my side of things. But just on the ice, you're talking about somebody who is a 200-foot winger. Um, I had Ken Schneider, the assistant coach of the past last year, say that he reminded him a little bit like – a Mark Stone or a Gordie Howe type player, just a junkyard dog type player, goes into the corners, goes into the dirty areas. Um, for, for a little guy, he, he's got broad shoulders. He's got a little bit of weight on him. I'm actually curious to see for how much he grew and how much weight he put on this offseason. But, I mean, watching his goal last night for Canada in that, in that victory was, uh, was just exactly what you're going to get from, from Tanner Howe. Now, he did score 27 goals last year and 69 points, but um, he's a little bit more of a playmaker than a lot of guys give him credit. So I would, you know, I, I, I see him as a little bit of a Jordan Wheel type player. A lot of people wow. have actually told me that. Silver Fox was the first person who brought that up. And of course, you know, Jordan, you called his games. But um, I, I would see him as a comparable in terms of a former Pat. Jordan Wheel would be my guy. I can't imagine the points Jordan Wheel would have put up if he played with Connor Bedard. Exactly, yeah. It was pretty good well, he had with, Eberle, without right? him. He had Eberly, but uh, <clears throat> with all due respect to Ebbs, and he knows what, what he I'm say? saying. <laughs> hey? What would he say? Uh, he would agree. Yeah. He would agree. Um, <laughs> just for those that don't know, I'm at a charity golf classic in Calgary six weeks ago. And you know this business. It's not no, any different than yours. I'm hooking up the broadcast gear on a wall, I'm on a step ladder, and I'm reaching behind the TV, and I hear this voice from down behind. He goes, need any, need any help with that? I look down, it's Eberly. Jordan Eberly. I said, you're not tall enough. He liked that. Seems like a he great liked, guy. He's I, the best. Seems like he's, a fantastic guy. Oh, yeah. That's the way we get along. Okay, we're going to end this show the way we opened it, talking Blue Jays when we come back with Diamond Dante DiCaria. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network. We're also live streaming on YouTube, 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, we're back, and uh, it is Viewer Takeover, lovingly brought to you by Taco Time. Real food, real value. Taco Time with over 120 locations across Canada. Just before we get to more with Diamond Dante... Gear up, Alberta. The World Juniors are back in Edmonton, August 9th to the 20th. Tickets are on sale now for as low as $40. Buy yours now at HockeyCanada.ca. And we haven't done this yet today. Here's our contest. Text World Juniors in all caps to the number on the screen, 902-518-3033, to be entered to win any regular tournament World Juniors game tickets of your choice. Two winners will be picked every Friday. And here's the funny thing. All our winners are picking the same game. Did I tell you that? They all want to go to the same game. And uh, the World Junior Committee said, no problem, we'll accommodate. That's the kind of folks that they are. So Diamond Dante with the Blue Jays. Are you like the legions that are saying they didn't do enough at the trade deadline yesterday? No, I, I, I don't think so. The Whit Merrifield deal kind of, I don't know, that was kind of weird for me. 
Let me back up for a second. This is why you're a Blue Jays aficionado. Did you intern with them or work with them? What's the story there? So I interned 2017. I was a baseball communications intern. And then the next year, 2018, I went and called games for their Class A affiliate in Lansing, Michigan. And uh, most of the players on that Lansing team have now been traded. Uh, two of them in which were traded yesterday, Maximo Castillo and Samad Taylor, were traded for Whit Merrifield. So hopefully they get uh, an opportunity. Is that why you're down on the deal? Well, well, actually, I didn't want to be biased or anything, but I am a little bit down because, uh, you know, me and Maximo go way back. I really like Castillo. He's, he's a great arm and he's a great person. And I really enjoyed my time with him. So, so remove your feelings because everybody's excited about the Merrifield deal if he gets vaccinated. It's a, it's a good deal, right? He yeah. can play right. lots of different positions. He led the, the majors in hits twice. You know, he can play infield. He can play outfield. Um, he's got a little speed under his belt as well. He can run. Um, he's not bad defensively as well. I mean, it is a good trade. He's another right-handed bat. I know a lot of fans were looking for a left-handed bat. But to me, I, I thought pitching was what they probably should have went after. I really like the Zach Pop move. Um, Bass, we know what he can do. He was with the Jays a couple of years ago. But uh, Pop, a Brampton native, you know, from Toronto. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. It could be a one-two punch. Two Canadian guys, your setup man and your closer and Romano, that's going yes. to be exciting down the down in the here future. is hoping. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you are a baseball guy first, correct? I would, yeah, I would say so. I grew up, baseball probably be my number one love for right. sure. So can you, because I asked Arash last week what John Schneider's done different, and he was very evasive. He's like, well, a lot of things from what Charlie Montoya was doing. What do you see to the naked eye, or maybe you know more than the most. What's he done? Well, I never, I never had the opportunity to work with John Schneider. I've, I've never met him, but I know a lot of people that have, A, played for him in the minor leagues and were broadcasters for him. And, I mean, you know one of them, Rob Fay. Mm-hmm. Rob Fay was the voice of the Vancouver Canadians for a very long time, and John Schneider was the manager when they won the Northwest League Championship. And every person that I've talked to has said that John Schneider is just the salt of the earth kind of guy, and the players love playing for him. But he knows how to take it to another level in order to get the team going. While I was listening to your show off the, the top of the hour with Kelly Rempel, Silver Fox, and you guys you know, had mentioned that Charlie Montoyle was laid back, wasn't really kind of in-your-face kind of guy, and you're probably right about that. Whereas John Schneider, I think, can do both of those things. And again, he has a big connection with a lot of these players, Romano, Guerrero, Bichette, all those guys, because he managed them not only in the minor leagues, but to championships in the minor leagues, which I think goes a long way. And I'm really happy for John. Despite not meeting him, I've heard nothing but great things. Well, if last night's game, it seems like a microcosm of what you hoped the Blue Jays would be. Gosman went deep. They got just enough run support late to pull it out and win. You know, like. Can they win, or are they just in too tough a division? I I think one through three or one through four in the rotation, they're good enough. Again, a lot of people have question marks with their bullpen. Anything underneath Romano, obviously we know what Jordan Romano has been, probably one of the top closers in MLB baseball this year. But again, what can you get from Adam Simber? What can you get from Pop and Bass and and the rest of those guys in that bullpen? So um, to me, they needed... uh, Maybe not a Josh Hader type reliever in the bullpen, but they definitely needed uh, maybe a, a 1A, 1B kind of guy that can come in and maybe take a little bit of pressure off a guy like Simber and give Romano maybe a little bit of rest because he's been pitching a ton this year, and, and no doubt he's done a great job. Well, what's exciting is the whole country's turned on. Right. Right, and everybody's following the results. Everybody's watching the game, so we'll see how it all turns out. Uh, from the viewers, Ryan in Toronto says there's just something special about the bunker. Great show, Rod. From Terry Carrier in the chat, he says, love that you guys are back in the bunker. Heard about Lynch. Glad to hear he's fine. This is, again, the Don Cherry of football who doesn't mind. He doesn't mind people knowing that he was hospitalized. It was a very small thing. And he's back home. And uh, I'll be popping by to see him this week. But they love this guy, John Lynch. How long were you in town before you heard of this guy, John Lynch? I don't know, maybe a month or so? Yeah, not that long. (laughs) The Don Cherry of football. And I guess when I say, when we wind this up the way we started it, the Regina Pats, what is the outlook for my favorite team on God's green earth? for this season with Connor Bedard? Well, I, I think they're a young team and they've got you know some up-and-coming pieces. There's going to be a lot of young players that are going to have to step it up coming into this season. I'm looking at guys like Borea Vallis, Braxton Whitehead, you know, Leighton Feist, Matthew Keeper, who's looking for a bounce-back year. I, I think that it was really nice that John Paddock added a veteran goalie in Cohen McInnes, who comes over. 
Um, you know, he played in Saskatoon two years ago, so he's somebody that has a little bit of familiarity with the Eastern Division. Um, so they're an up-and-coming team. I do expect them to make the playoffs. I expect them to finish anywhere between probably four to six, I would think, with Bedard in their lineup. But again, um, it really depends on how these young players step it up this year. Yeah, they're losing guys like Nyhoff and Riker Evans and so on and so forth. But again, it's really going to come down to how the young players that you know Dale McMullen and John Paddock have drafted and developed really turn out this year. Dante, it's been a year in the making, but you made it worth it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much Thanks for having me. Thanks also to RV, Candy, Kelly Rempel. Tomorrow, El Presidente, Jim Hobson, and Derek Duke Myers. We'll see you at noon Eastern right here on Game Quest. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.